1: What up everybody welcome to another episode of the corner podcast Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale and producer Cole baby Yeah Cole he's he's around here somewhere you'll hear his maniacal laugh here in a second Um, We are coming to you from Blue Wire Studios in the Wind Resort in Las Vegas Possibly for the last time we do not know we don't know what's going on I, I can guarantee it's the last time we're coming from the Blue Wire Studios here in the Wind Resort. But uh, yeah, it's a, a mini end of the era in here. Everyone kept it kind of on the low. But this will be our last show from the studio for at least the time being and, and maybe forever. It's been one hell of a ride. want to thank everybody in the booth, everyone holding it down. Make sure you guys also go and follow Nick on Veterans Minimum because he's, like, the best from being in the booth and then hosting his own podcast and shit. He's uh, He is the good version of what Evil Cole is because, you know, Cole went heel, never came back. He took my DCs, so... He's a uh, yeah yeah he's he's the baby I face version call of Cole. That
2: I was wait the wait hold on you, no you are not my, a baby face for taking
1: my DCs the heel no <laughs> oh, you you were the <laughs> so ultimate I might baby consider face. Consider me a hero for <laughs> yeah. doing no 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 I don't but, like these know, people. God's work here. Not, not all, do, all heroes like wear those.
3: capes and Cole is one of them for <laughs> taking those goddamn DCs. I don't, I don't DCs. like these people.
1: I don't like these people at all. So yeah it's I mean listen we thrown Cole over the desk in here several times. We're actually recording this from the small tables. In here, so it yeah, looks a little do, different. What you
2: guys do to the studio? Did you break it? Did you throw someone else through the table?
1: No, um, no, no, that's only reserved that's, for you. That's just you. But the table oh. broke itself. Oh. So yeah. the, ta- the table knew yeah. you were coming in. The in t- my
2: honor. T- yeah, yeah.
1: The the table took a-, a willing bump. It was like, no, 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 no. No one's getting thrown through me today. I'm just gonna put it's myself going out through the on table. A yes. Yeah. So uh no, we're in the the small table today. I have rated, if anyone's been here, I'm sure it's several Corner Club members have recorded here in Reverse Rat Pack, people. We always have drinks and stuff in the studio, so I've rated the the little mini bar. You guys can hear me crack a cold one, old man cracking one. I, I got the Heineken in here because I know you're a beer snob. Yeah, I can so, drink a Heineken. Yes. Yeah. Don't be coming up here. A fucking Miller Cheers. Cheers to Cole. Cheers and, and shit.
2: Oh, cheers! My water.
1: Yes, yeah. the guys over here drinking out of Stanley. Cheers. Uh, you'll, so, if you guys see me periodically drinking there in the shows, because it's, cause it's the last one in studio, got the proper twelve Ugh. here as well. I'm Ugh. drinking that out the bottle, proper like 12. a real. Why don't like, you drink
3: it out the <laughs> toilet? It's the same thing,
1: <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> Is it? Don't don't disrespect Connor. Not, I'm not dis- I'm
3: disrespecting the the whiskey. It's gross.
1: Is it? It's I'm not. Mean, it's not. Good. I, I've had better, but it's not horrible. So it's you uh, drink four locos, so. For loco original recipe, Fire. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I,
3: just turn no.
1: You don't know Your what you're Your liver will
3: Thank you later.
1: <laughs> Here for a good time, not a long time, <laughs> so Dre. Drink, drinking, drinking everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like, yo, we're going out with a bang. Today's pro wrestling. We have tons of pro wrestling to talk about, but we're also just gonna clown and joke because man, that's that's how we got to do to to end our time in the studio, and but. Don't get it twisted. We'll still be recording. Same amount of shows every damn week. We'll be on Patreon. Probably acting more of a fool because now we're at home and we can act wild for the next month and figure out our next steps. So that'll be really cool. It's just, you know, next step in a, what is now a nine-year journey.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, It's it's we're in March, Dre. We're damn near March. So nine years ago, we started this podcast. You
3: know, you know, well, for the married people out there, you get married, then you roll over and look at your wife one day and be like, I'm still here. You're still here. Why is it still happening? That's how I look at you in this podcast. Glad you think this of me. All these years,
1: it's too late to divorce you. but no, here we I, are. I look at my wife every morning. And be like, I'm so glad to be here. I feel like we have different perspectives of what we. Yeah. Know. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm five years into marriage though. So I mean, yeah. I don't foresee we'll this changing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm nine years into this pod. So we, I've seen you for nine straight years. That's stupid. almost every single week.
3: That's crazy.
1: Ridonculous. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I've seen anyone outside of my wife as much as I've seen you these past That's That's true. Yep. That's also frightening.
2: It's, Dre, Dre, Dre got the gray in the beard because he's been dealing with hot takes for nine years. Kid. Yeah. Like, yeah
3: I, just singed the beard. Bro, bro, Mar- Marcus Vanderburg posted a picture from when we recorded at the fight shop yep. in the early days. Moose. Yeah. You had hair. Yep. I didn't Fall have ahead. gray in my beard. Like, what is happening? It was more frightening a to see you without different Gray. different voice. Yeah, yeah. That, that too. Over that the years, yeah. Voice 1.0. It's like your nuts dropped during this podcast. <laughs> it's
1: like, what happened?
3: <laughs> like, I didn't know this podcast could make your man's yeah. nuts drop. Holy
1: shit. If people <laughs> are new to the show and haven't heard my original voice, uh, stay stay through the entire episode. Because I, if you're listening on the podcast, that is. Um, on the video version on Patreon, I don't think we have video of this. But on the audio version... I feel like Dre muted me by mistake. It mused both of us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the audio version of this podcast, I am going to attach the Virgil interview we did seven years ago. RIP Virgil. Rest oh, in peace, man. Soul Train. Yeah. <sighs> Look, But we have to give you a fair
3: warning. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you decide, yo, I'm going to fast forward to that Virgil interview. Don't. Fair <laughs> warning. Do not cancel us for this, what this man no. says. This was before cancel
4: culture.
1: Oh, it was a my different God. time in this world. Sweet Jesus! <laughs> Drake couldn't believe this shit when it happened. I couldn't. In twenty twenty four, out of context, no one's believing this shit. But we're throwing it at the end of this episode, uh, for shits and giggles, man. Like it's it's been a long time since then, and it holds up. It's still the wildest interview we've ever done. So. It is one hundred
3: percent the wildest interview we've done.
1: Yeah. So it's a wrestling part. I was like, fuck it. We're throwing this at the end. But yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have a good time. We're starting with WWE, though, because I want to give more time to AEW at the end. So I figured, yo, let's let's do a recap. Elimination Chamber was last weekend. I'm going to start real quick before I let Dre give his grade, Cole give his grade. I'm not giving a grade to this pay-per-view. I enjoyed it. Don't have a grade. The best part of this whole damn pay-per-view is Logan Paul. Yes. And he's, it's weird because The Miz is so accomplished. He's what The Miz always wanted to be.
3: Yeah.
1: He's, he's better in every way. And I think he's here to stay. Like this, he is a professional wrestler, not just a sports entertainer. And he's really fucking good at it. Yeah. I think, I mean, the clip that
3: surfaced that WWE posted today with Logan faking an in, a back injury <laughs> to wait to get his opportunity at Randy Orton. Oh, the and camera he, angle
1: of that RKO is perfect.
3: But then he tells the referee, I tricked you. And the <laughs> referee's like, You didn't trick me. He's like, I did. I did. Between that and him, with the marker on the board, oh. also Kevin Owens was spectacular in the Elimination Chamber. These are guys that were clearly there to just have fun. Yep, they were like, "We're not. We're just gonna make the most of it." When Randy Orton is standing on top, Bobby Lashley, yeah, <laughs> and Kevin is like looking at him, and he's like, Bruh. <laughs> it was great." Like these guys, these guys were just having a blast. Now the chamber itself, the the event. Um, what do we get? Five matches in damn near three hours. Four, if you don't count the pre show.
2: That's yeah. yeah, it was pretty long for as few matches as there was it, in the card. It
1: was long. And well, each match was almost I, I got the rundown. So it was 30 minutes per chamber, 30, 35 yeah. per chamber. And then we had a 17 minute match, a fourteen minute match. So everybody got time. And then we had a full ass segment with Cody and yeah. Rollins. That
3: being said, it's the second pay per view in a row where they have two of the same match that lasts a very long time. Yeah. Like, you have the Royal Rumble is two of the same match lasts a very long time. Elimination Chamber. They need to move the Elimination Chamber somewhere else on the calendar. Where? I don't know. Pick one. I just feel like to have these That's two... for events, a title. Like, it doesn't have to be. Like, I'm just saying, like Royal Rumble's the same pay-per-view. Two Royal Rumbles and, like, two matches. Yeah. And this is the same thing. I didn't care for this that much. I... The, the you know, the... Um, the Chamber was predictable. It was pretty obvious Drew McIntyre was going to win. Like I said last week, I was just trying to figure out how do we get rid of Randy Orton because he hasn't been pinned or didn't get pinned clean. Very strange they set up a Randy Orton-Logan Paul feud. I'm not sure they're going to feud. It's kind of just like, Mm, you RKO'd me. Nah, nah. You don't do this. You got, what, six weeks of Mania? Four weeks of Mania? They're absolutely wrecking I mean, Kevin
1: Owens, he was mocking Kevin Owens, so that feud's still there. Maybe it's a triple threat. Um,
3: But no, like you cost Randy a shot at the championship. That is the feud. LA Knight's going to be working AJ Styles. Yeah, we saw that. And I, But I fig- I thought LA Knight should be working
1: Logan Paul. I watched it live with Cole. And Cole's like, they're leaving the door open. I was like, what? He's like, the door's open. The door's open still. And I was just like, okay. And then AJ Styles.
3: Yeah. So I, the men and women's winners of the chambers were obvious. Yeah. The, the only thing that we were wondering is like, <laughs> the only thing I asked you last week, who's getting eliminated first, right? Like that's, that's all we want to know. What is the order of elimination? It dictates the pecking order moving forward. And Tiffany Stratton had a great outing. Um, I went sp- out earlier, like you said. I was surprised Naomi went out first, but it is what it is. Somebody got to go. Mm-hmm. I knew Bobby Lashley was getting out of there first.
1: <laughs> he, like, he's just <laughs> he here. He makes like, like, yeah. What's he's he doing not, here? So, no Bronson Reed spot, they're just like, yo, go out
3: there. Yeah, just go out there, eat, eat a Claymore and call it a night. Um, the, the, what else was there? And the Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax match was, it was fine. It was all right. It was a good homecoming match for Rhea. The crowd was hot. Strange, though, the crowd wasn't as hot for her as they were for Selena Vega in Puerto Rico. They were hot. Don't get me wrong,
1: but that, that Puerto Rico crowd
3: yeah, was different. unbelievable. Um,
1: it's an open-air stadium, so true. it's hard to get that same acoustics yeah, and vibe. Like, it's just the crowd could have been as hot, nah. but you got to be four times as hotter. Like hotter it, than that cause to get that same it, like, acoustic- and no one was on the level of of bad body. No, no, nobody. He's a global superstar. But I'm saying
3: like Zelina, you could see it in the crowd. You didn't even just have to hear it. You could see it. Like yes, they loved Rhea. I'm not saying that it was muted in any way. It was a homecoming. But that
1: that, that Puerto Rico crowd was so hot. That crowd might have been even hotter for EO. They loved EO. and They weren't Rico. hotter for EO than Zelina. Oh, it was close. I don't go back they had chance and everything that, they were hot that, but that crowd like,
2: had energy to spare like <laughs> yeah, i think yeah. the the thing was is like between like the beginning the middle the end because zelena was somewhere in the middle and then you had bad bunny at the end and they were they were ready for that yeah i think maybe in this case because you had two long chamber matches just kind of the already the pay-per-view was already feeling pretty long by the time we got to Rhea, and i think also like knowing that yes there were stakes but we it was pretty predictable like we yeah. knew what the result yeah. was gonna be so like there wasn't really like a, a cast of doubt uh but i do think there's credence to uh the fact that it was what it's a cricket stadium yeah in, yeah that in, thing in is huge like that is it's that is like even more open than like a regular nfl stadium that you yeah. would see so like obviously a lot of people but all that sound is just going straight up um so you know i think like she got like, certainly, like, the desired reaction. She certainly felt it. Like, you could see it in her face. So, I think, all in all, like, mission accomplished as far as, you know, taking one of your uh, biggest and best champs and kind of giving them a moment. Great yeah. job, you know, letting her headline too. Oh, they had to, man. That's yeah. why
3: I said, like, mm-hmm. they had to. But all in all, I give this pay-per-view a C. It was wildly predictable. It was okay. like, I'm watching it, but what am I watching it for? There's yeah. no, there was no real surprises.
1: They made the most out of something... That you knew what was going to
3: happen. You knew what was going to happen. They did it in in Australia. It was just, it was a big event. And then it was like a commercial for Australia too. Yeah. That, you know, Corey Corey Graves giving like, hey, Australia's amazing. I was like, man, maybe I should go to Australia. I was like,
1: ah, I get what this is. Kevin Owens (laughs) walked in with a koala.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, they did that. He carried a koala into the state.
3: He's incredible. That guy's incredible. So, yeah, I I gave it a C. It wasn't offensive, but it wasn't like, I'm not going to be talking about this at the end of the year. That's fair. Cole.
2: Yeah, I think c uh, see, see as well. Cause again, uh, and it's always tricky with these pay-per-views. Some like there are the, these pay-per-views in particular leading up to WrestleMania always kind of have a little bit of this, like, I don't want to say predetermined because obviously wrestling, but like you kind of have an idea of where things are going yeah. and everything's building up They're appetizers, so to speak for a pay-per-view rather than once you get p- past pay-per-view, every single kind of PLE has its own kind of flavor and kind of big stakes attached to it. Right. So it's like, ultimately, you know, this is kind of the stepping stone to mania, but I think, uh, even though it was predictable, the good news is, is that I think the, the things that we were kind of hoping to see out of it happen, Drew McIntyre wins. Hate, 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 hate. Um, and uh I think Tiffany Stratton getting the heat check was something like when Kel and I were watching it, but we're calling for it immediately. She's getting chanted for yep. in the when she's in the bubble. So um, yeah, and and obviously Becky winning, Rhea having her moment. Um, that there, there was a tag match there. We got to see Pete Dunne again have his name again. And anytime we see that, that's great. But yeah, I think very very just kind of middle of the road, kind of knowing that we're all just kind of gearing up for Philly at this point. Would it have been
1: better if Punk wasn't injured? Because we would have we would have known yeah. Yeah, what w- was w- going to w- happen, but do you think it would have just... I mean, it would have kicked it up a notch. Uh, obviously, totally.
3: Punk would have won the chamber
1: and Drew wouldn't have. Yeah, it w- but we would have still known, but I, that's why I'm wondering. Yeah. like, Because it, it would have still been predetermined, but maybe it would have just been... Love it Martin. just was wildly predictable.
3: That's all. It was like so predictable. And again, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax was like a great main event for a SmackDown. It just happened that Rhea's in her backyard. So, yeah. you know, Nia Jax does the big show treatment or you know, loses. Yeah. So it, w- it was fine. Now the segment with uh Cody and Seth, with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, Austin
1: Theory was great, by the way, in this segment. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory isn't bad. No, he's not bad at all. Anymore. They just need to find where he fits. He's not bad at all. He's good. Rushing him to the top. Vince the ruined problem. him. Yeah. Also,
3: before we talk AEW, I want I don't know if you saw the Matt Riddle interview on the Hawani show, on the MMA
1: Hour. No. I've Boom. seen like little quotes, not even clips. Buddy. Just, I just heard he was doing cocaine. He was. Twice. Um,
3: but there's, there's other stuff to talk about. But yeah, Vince ruined Austin Theory. Is, is pretty simple. But that segment, I'm still like, what are we doing? Right?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've found out, I,
3: think, I found out nothing. I've, uh, like, every week, I'm learning more of nothing. <laughs> like, you're just wasting my time. It's not even wasting my time. Oh, the segment was fine. Like, the Rock cutting up promo was fine. But it's, it's not going anywhere yet.
1: No. We have four weeks. Tell me something. Give me anything. Let me know. He's
3: like, I got your back. All it kind of tells me that mean? is that I'm starting to lean towards now Seth turning on Cody at some point. Like all this, I got your back. And then Seth with Drew McIntyre, we got to watch out for the bloodline. And all this Seth talk is starting to make me wonder if there's going to be some kind of turn at Mania if they do this tag match where he compromises Cody. Right? But I don't know. I I still don't know what the hell we're doing. I don't even know what we're doing. on. I just
1: want to know that we're doing the tag match. I I don't want that tag match. No, but Rock has to wrestle. I don't want to see just Cody like it, versus I Rock one on one.
2: Yeah, at this point, just give us something. Yeah, it's all it's all just hypothetical. Like, it's like yeah, they're throwing weight. Well, we also want to fight too. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, who's that's gonna like fight? The
1: promo. Yeah, yes.
2: yeah, and no one. And like again, like Rock came out and. As, as Dre pointed out correctly and accurately, gave kind of a super mid promo and didn't do anything. So, Cole like, is not a fan of The Rock's last promo. It wasn't great. He was, it no, was Rusty it Rock.
3: Rusty Rock, without any notes, that went out there and started on the wrong note. He should have trashed Utah and talked about Michael Jordan from the jump.
2: So, so here's the thing. He got the whole, he, like the metaphor that he was going for with the jazz and the bulls was all right there. And he didn't take it. The jazz got beat by the bulls twice. What are you trying to do to Cody beat him twice when he gets to the finals and he couldn't make that connection. <laughs> Come on, it. Rock. What he are you doing? Do what are, you, about what are the, they paying on
3: the, you all this money for? Give he, it to me. He talked about the 49ers in a non-football town. Wait,
1: what? Is, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> a football team. Utah ain't got no goddamn this. football team. They, they don't even care. A like we worry about the Jazz. We're not worried about the 49ers and the Chiefs. I can call the University of Utah the U, and it's the biggest bane of my existence. It's it was
3: it was a bad rusty promo by The Rock. Like he he you know he insulted the crowd.
1: And it, it got back online when he did.
3: It it wasn't great. It was one of his. It, no. it was just very clearly like The Rock was. Oh yeah, I got to do a heel promo. I haven't done one of these in a while, and it showed. But ultimately, that whole segment was like, whatever.
1: 20 minutes of my time. We get to redo on Friday because they're going to cut another promo. Just tell me something.
3: Just please. Something. I hope Solo talks. I hope Solo is like, man, what the fuck is going on? That's what I want Solo to do. Just come out. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm confused. What am I doing in this? I got to know where I got to interfere.
3: Yeah, he's like, God damn, I don't have no match. I ain't got nothing. Would y'all tell me something? Who am I going to beat up? god damn I, I can, this thumb just sitting here forever like I gotta use it on something
1: <laughs> shout out to Littlefoot who's trying to start the movement of the foam thumbs oh, with the tape like how are they missing out on this merch opportunity cause I would 100% be at Mania with the solo Sokoa just taped up foam thumb and everybody would be
3: like who's that guy with the thumbs up everywhere
1: everywhere that shit's money <laughs> so <laughs> please <laughs> somebody listen to her we need that for Mania season
6: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. AW on Hold the on. flip side. Hold on. I got to talk
3: about this. Matt Riddle. Oh, shit. Okay, Matt Riddle. Cole, did you see any of this?
2: I, I, I've seen I've seen the bits and the pieces and heard the like the certain drug. Okay, is it worse than the CVV?
3: On. Yeah, I mean he talks about more. Like he's very candid about his use of cocaine is the reason why he got fired and went to rehab. He said he used it once and then like like he got caught once. Okay, I've been told yeah. there is no such thing as using cocaine. There's never no. <laughs>
1: but, I don't think it's that type
3: of. He drug. got caught the first time and they sent him to rehab and when he thought he was. Free, he started working again, and then he used cocaine again. They did a surprise drug test, and that's what got him fired. But he talks about the difference between Hunter and Vince. stop
1: doing cocaine? Then? No, no, you
3: don't. Like, no. right? This no, you don't. And you know, Riddle's time, I was going through a hard time. You know, I didn't once again to see my kids. Blah blah blah. That sure. he was very candid about that in a very Matt Riddle fashion. Then he starts talking about the difference between Hunter and Vince when it comes to weekly booking, and he's like, "When you know when Hunter's doing it, if whatever's on the paper, that's what we're doing." He's like, "You find it out on Friday, you show up on Monday. Nothing's really changed unless there's an injury or something like that. Like you're doing what is written." And Ariel's like, "What about Vince? You don't know what's happening. Whatever's <laughs> written on the paper, Friday." Is not what's happening on Monday. And I'm so glad he said it because I've known this for years. Like, I've known for years, what, like, talking to talent, like, bro, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, they'll say, well, what's the angle? Vince will change everything throughout the week. And the way Riddle breaks it down is hilarious. Because then Matt Riddle starts going, maybe he was doing it on purpose to keep us on our toes. And I'm like, nah, the man was just old and senile. And just, he just, what what was I doing last week? I don't care. Let's have Bobby Lashley smack his butt cheeks on camera. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your next idea is always your best idea. And Vince ran with that shit. he
3: was like, I got so many next ideas.
1: (laughs) Every every day is another opportunity. Let's do a cuckold angle. Like, one day. Now that Vince is out of here. Rusev still hasn't recovered. And he's in a different company. Still ain't recovered from that angle. I
3: need the wrestlers involved in these bad angles to be open and honest about what happened. Netflix is doing that Vince doc. No, they're not. Th- they're, it has to. No, they're not. Did they scrap it? They been scrapped it. I heard it was still ongoing. Do you think with them acquiring Raw that they're going to be running a Vince McMahon documentary on Netflix? No. They been can't, like, as soon as the because alle- this was all before, before the, the allegations.
1: allegations. I, I, right. I swear I read somewhere that they were going to intertwine this, no, you,
3: and they just had to keep no, creating new No, content. you think Vince is going to participate in his own demise on Netflix? No, of course not. Vince is out. He was supposed to be a part of this documentary on Netflix. That's why it was happening. Nothing happens without Vince saying it's okay. It's like the fluff piece.
2: No, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be, yeah. I thought it was Bill Simmons-like. It was going
3: to be like what, the untold, like the, the Florida Gators story. Like, there's so much stuff that was left out about Urban Meyer and that team. It's a good documentary. Yeah. But there was so much stuff that was left out because you had to have Urban Meyer. Like, they just conveniently left out Aaron and Hernandez throughout that oh, piece. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if Vince was <laughs> going to be a part of his own documentary, there's no way.
1: There's no way they would touch half of well, that I stuff. need someone now. I just, like, kind of like Dark Side of the Ring, but all Vince. Oh, it's, and, it'll happen. And I just need just go through the catalog of, okay, we need four people who worked with Vince in the 80s for, like, three episodes. And then three episodes of four people who worked with him in the 90s. Get Brett. Like, all this, like I need the 90s story told of Vince. And then the 2000s PG era Vince. And then senile as fuck Vince with everybody who just got cut. None of this Give will happen
3: that. until the lawsuit is over. Because nobody can right. just run out here and talk. They're all going to get called in everybody is going to court. Like, subpoenaed
1: everybody? Yes. How many people can use subpoena? I don't know about this legal. As many as it takes to get the
3: job done. There's no limit.
2: Really? Yes. That's a long fucking court case. Limit does not exist. Yeah.
3: That's why a lot of this stuff will end up settling on court, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is, like, that Vince documentary on Netflix is never... It was Bill Simmons was doing it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a Bill
3: Simmons. Yeah, but it's not going to be a hit piece. It was never going to be. It was going to be, you know... Like the role, how I yeah. made WrestleMania. You know what a great steroids, job Steroids, remember
2: that? Yeah. Like, yeah, they were probably that's probably yeah. where they were going to go. Like five minute like, steroids trial, trial. Yeah. and then yeah. like back to Attitude
3: error. We yeah, saved well, it. No, I didn't cover up Jimmy right. Snooker murdering his wife. Like, like <laughs> it's gonna be that. No, I didn't provide drugs for Hulk Hogan under a false name. I did. What are we talking about? I was a we're good trying guy. Trying to get
1: an intern to sleep with Brock Lesnar. I she's not an intern, but. I believe she's like, what Sable thinks about
3: all this with Brock?
1: You think, honestly, fuck it. So you think she's surprised? No. No.
3: Th- it's not that she's surprised. It's, it's getting embarrassed is the issue. That's always the issue with cheating or doing, like, if, if everybody's on board with it, that's cool. But once it gets out to the public and somebody embarrasses you, because you got a kid. Your you daughter's don't. the one's getting embarrassed, and she's still out there throwing a shot put like eight, eight or seven, seventy. Just won two
1: more gold medals or some well, shit.
3: She got like, shit to do her it's dad's like guy. I, I ain't going to, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I ain't going to work.
1: No, it's, well, he, and he got plenty of money to set on, he sent on a fucking yeah. farm and do. Throw nothing. that metal ball, sweetheart. But embarrassment comes with the perception of that it wasn't agreed upon between them two. Because maybe the world didn't know, but who fuck knows? She, it's pro wrestling she be like, yo, listen, you can hit everything moving. I'm hitting everything moving. We live on a fucking farm. Like, we might be just doing this willy. nilly You don't think a crime week. is embarrassing? Oh, the, the criminal aspect. That's
3: what it. I'm talking about. It's not just like you did Was something. Brock
4: part of the crime.
3: I mean, if they're like running trains on women and interns, yeah.
1: That does not mean that Brock knew Stop. that. Stop. Stop. I, I, Stop I, I don't know. But again, I'm just going off of um. The retorts of fucking what's-his-face, right-hand man, who's... A weird. You're going to um, have to be more specific. Laurinaitis. <laughs> like, you just threw
3: out a no, bunch Laur- of No, Yeah.
1: Laurinaitis was like, yo, I'm also a victim. Right? And it's crock of shit. But it, it cut, come down to of Vince is like, yo, and I'm not saying this is the case, but I'm not saying this isn't the case. I don't fucking know. But on Brock's end, Vince will be like, yo, you know the hot chick from the office? Yo, I got you. Come through. You do whatever you want. Oh, word? yeah, and yeah, now nah. she's she's really been feeling you. Like, yo, you're Brock Lesnar. Like, she wants to get an in. All right, fuck, I'm coming through. What time? And then Brock can go, but he doesn't know, like, the ins and outs of what Vince really fucking did, right? Like, um, so there, there could be, like, deception on multiple angles here. Or he could have knew the whole fucking thing. But, yeah, like, criminally, Vince is definitely the criminal. Yeah, I I don't know what he said I to mean, other people. I
2: mean, the second you're entangled in shit, it's... It's, it's somewhat embarrassing. Hurtful. But I, I... So... And Brock's not going to come out and say anything it's weird. Just, but it, it, and all you, of it is just, like, a horrible situation. Anyway. Do, you,
3: do you think Brock Lesnar, the man who left Raw when Vince got arrested... Yeah. You think Brock Lesnar... threw a fit in the back, right? Yeah, he threw a fit for daddy. <laughs> yeah, he I'm just saying, you think he didn't, like... There's, there's, like, he, he knew, he knew there's Brock Lesnar and there's Bret Hart, right? Yeah, he knew Dirty Vince. Like, Bret Hart looks better every day. Yeah, no. Every day that something happens, Bret Hart's like, yeah, a piece of shit. Like, st- he stayed out of that, all that shit. Brock Lesnar was in the mix. I take it back. Brock, he was on private jets yeah. with Vince. He was enthralled by the nasty. Yeah, so, Vince. so that's why I'm saying the yeah. embarrassment part comes in. It's like, damn, like, now our family looks bad. Because you couldn't, you know,
1: you had to go smash and turn. Yeah, you deal with the devil. That shit comes out sometimes, you know? It made him a lot of money.
2: Well, we're we're. I think you know. Unfortunately, as it all unfolds, we're we're going to see who all really. Because I mean, the, as far as the people who are connected to Vince, like those people are still feeling that connection, whether they want to or not. Yep. Where. All of them are kind of scared of their livelihood because they That's feel it. like they owe their lives to this guy, yeah. right? That's why you have John Cena when he gets asked about it, being I love who I real, love. real, 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 real coy about it and not really intentionally saying anything bad about Vince, even when the writing's on the wall of like, he
1: dude probably still feels like Vince can make
2: three 100%, calls and bury him, a hundred percent. So yeah. it's like, scary. What do all, you know? It's scary. Really, yeah, it's 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 scary for the people connected it's scary obviously for the people involved and it's an incredibly sensitive situation so like and we won't know any, anything anything no. more until either the case ends or Vince passes away before the case can even end
1: oh yeah like now it's weird cuz i'm always in the belief that like old people like if they have something to live for will continue to kind of live on and it keeps you alive it's- Scary hours for Vince right now, because he ain't doing shit all day. Like he's about to age a million years. He can never bring back that mustache. He will continue to bring back that mustache. <laughs> no, you think he, he lives
3: just, in the real world? You know, I don't know. Like that mustache is so like it's his disguise. He probably twists at the tips like a <laughs> fucking cartoon villain. Like he's crazy. He look dastardly. Man, he's old. He's rich. He thinks he's gonna beat these charges. And for the most part, he probably will. Like it's a civil case. They're gonna settle. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to prove anything criminal without a rape kit. There's a lot of things that go into all this, but legacies are tarnished. Right? That's what Isn't this
1: it is. a sex trafficking case now? Yes. It's kind of like the R. Kelly shit. Like yeah, you don't but need a rape kid, right?
3: There's a there's lot. Like everything. Yeah, there's a lot to go into proving. it. Like everything's like a lot of this is gonna be civil. It's not gonna be criminal unless it gets escalated. And civil cases, they settle out of court because you have to. Hey, yeah, that's, and that's how you hurt people, yeah. right? Like people say, well, "Don't settle the court. Take them to criminal." That's not how this shit works. You guys gotta stop watching Law and Order. It doesn't tell you anything. Um, but Vince is going to be Vince, like, and he's going to fight this. He's gonna believe he's innocent, and the people that roll with him. It's like we said on a few podcasts ago. If your dad's doing a bunch of foul shit, and he's still your dad, it's really hard to talk really bad about your dad. Yeah, for some people, not for everybody. Nah, but you know, like <laughs> John Cena is like, yeah, you know, I still love him. You know, I was really close to him and then it's like he goes home. I was like, man, this
1: motherfucker That's it. But I owe everything to him. Yeah, like i, I owe like my between career. like it's it's tough. Yeah, that's it's fucking wild. And but I hope there's more people like Matt Riddle. I'll check out that it's, interview today. And like I want I mean, that I, something. I don't know if I hope there's more people like Matt Riddle. The man got popped twice you doing cocaine.
3: Not with the cocaine. In Japan was like, you know what? You should win a title, and they just get like no. <laughs> immediately. I there was
1: no weed in Japan.
3: I mean, you think no. anything to stop Riddle from doing what he got to do? No, not a... Riddle can't function without marijuana.
1: Oh, he can that do man anything. is half baked. Oh no, he can he can do enough shrooms to fucking take his face off no. for like no. a week. Oh, that guy would be on the moon, just listening to nothing but Kid Cuddy.
2: What do you mean? What do you mean he would be on? He is on the moon.
1: Oh yeah, I would love. To I would love to interview Matt Ray. Don't be like, yo, wasn't the last time you were sober, off of like everything, like just sober. He's a guy on the couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> just happens to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, he wrestles his ass off, but he's yeah. But I, that's a part of business where the curtain could be pulled back, and I'm very interested. Sometimes, well, it, like, is
2: concerned,
1: yeah, yeah, like it. Sometimes in the moment like bothers me because it ruins like some of the mystique and ambiance and you don't you say this shit all the time you're like yo i got friends in the industry And i'll be like yo don't tell me yeah, I don't, I don't what's know, going reason. to happen and maybe like revisionists, then you'll hit a, like you know then be like okay like yeah. what was the process blah blah but you you hate that in the moment like I yo don't hate tell it. me I hate um it. even with like your closest people in the industry like yo don't fucking tell me like um some stuff is like too in the moment this vince shit now that he's gone and like weird and you see the dichotomy between him and Trips, and there's enough of a sample size where there's a legit different, pull that shit the whole way back. I want to see like, yeah, like how weird was he at the end? Yeah. Just professionally. I know he's a creep, but like professionally, like how fucking crazy did it get? That was a maniac. Yo, just pitching him like good ideas and he's just like, fuck that shorty G just yeah. like, yo, like Shorty G. Yo,
2: Shorty oh, Shorty
3: G. Man. I mean there has to be like just a whole thing about some of these oh, awful man. angles oh, and these, these
1: gimmicks that these guys and girls were giving. Oh, Butch is not even Shorty G. Shorty G was like is the, the worst. most egregious thing he's done in the past 5 years and I know it's a rip. I just need to know of course who it was a rip. he was who he was going yeah. at Vince hates short wrestlers.
3: Hates them. <laughs> I've heard so many stories over the
1: years I about the people know, they I just want to know, Danielson going in the office and be like, yo, this fucking guy, Gable, I Uh-oh. understand he is that dude. And then Vince is like, Gable? All right, we're going to give him push. And they'll be like, Danielson's like, yeah, fuck yeah. And he goes to Gable, he's like, yo, they're pushing you next week. He's like, what? They're pushing you. Be on SmackDown. Gable shows up and be like, take these shorts. You ever play basketball? And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like a five foot fucking five. What do you mean? Ah, that's what's funny about it. Shorty G. And then it's just I like, what
2: the fuck? I mean, I got. I think you, you nailed it right on the head. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, I want to ask Bobby Lashley. He was like, hey, man, how did Vince present this? You slapping your butt cheeks in front of everybody. Playing the congos on your cheeks. Yeah, like you slapped your butt cheeks. like that, And you just went with it. He, I didn't have a choice. And like Leo Rush, I gotta hear you like you had to hype this man up as he slapped his cheeks. He slapped his butt cheeks. <laughs> One of the most muscular men in the business, an oh imposing figure, came out, turned to the camera, bent, bent over, over <laughs> and slapped his cheeks. There is no universe where this is imposing or intimidating to anybody that's getting ready to fight. If I if I was like, yo, Kel, let's fight. <laughs> And then you met
1: me in the, like on some Street Fighter shit, right?
3: <laughs> and I jumped out, <laughs> and I turned around and slapped my cheeks
1: to present yourself like a baboon. Yeah, this is <laughs>
3: some pa- some very pause worthy <laughs> shit happening here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is what Vision Man thought of Bobby Lashley. The, the first reaction is not to run away and no. cower in fear, to so laugh my ass off. Yeah, <laughs> this is big bubble just
1: slapped his cheeks. That's what's fucking crazy, and like somewhat genius about that because you can't laugh at him because he's scary as fuck. So the guy can like slap his cheeks. You'd be like, well, I can't laugh at him because then he doesn't beat the shit out of him. So you just got to watch and entertain him slapping his cheeks. It's just
3: so ridiculous. Like how did Vince present to Nakamura? Like, hey, why don't you just hit people in the nuts every week? Like Nakamura spent like six months just low blows after the AJ Styles shit. He was like just once. He was like, no, every every week, every match. Here's
1: three things I need. I need to know Uh, The ninja storyline because there was like literally a bunch of ninjas running through at some point. Go ahead. I need to know Retribution Mm -hmm. and all the wild Mace and T Bar. Yeah, I need to know this. Unbelievable names. I need to know this. The last one, I need to know, and I need a full fucking documentary. Raw Underground. I need a full in depth expose. On how the hell Raw Underground came to be and why was it the last hour of Raw? And that's probably a shaming man story. It is, it is a shaming man story. Why? How? How did you
3: convince Vince?
1: Give me the last hour.
3: It's the sun. I and mean, there was a reason why it never came back again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean There's this, a lot of weird shit. You got to think the pandemic was really some fuck shit, right? Tozawa oh. got fed to a shark. Well, no, 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 and no, no, no. Came back. I mean, yeah, that's great, but Seth Rollins took Ray Mysterio's eye out. Uh, yeah, and, like, then, and, they then, and then and then and then not fuck that. Then they threw him off the roof. They did. They killed <laughs> yeah, Raymond Tower. They treated that <laughs> motherfucker Styles like too. Kenny from the South Park. South like, Park. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. They murdered his ass. His little ass every week.
1: Baron Corbin. Yeah, he murdered two men. Threw him off Titan Tower. Just killed yeah. him. It's at be seen again. Threw it right off the edge. So of So Titan I have Tower. to know you're back
3: next week. See yeah. <laughs> I have to know. Like if you're a wrestler and you come to work. And then you you know like actors and shit they come in and it's like oh they're killing my character today, and then you Great Mysterio is like oh they're throwing me off the roof am I dead Vince now nah, you'll be back in two weeks
2: like <laughs> how
3: how sir make this make sense well well I got to get your eye taken out by Seth Rollins so I need you back like what are we doing like what is going on like I need I mean, really? all the angles I need I need the
1: the uh, zero continuity
3: like Triple H like having sex with a corpse in a casket I need to know how that happened. I need a Like, Vince McMahon came up with some crazy
1: stuff. Mark Henry had a child that was just...
3: Yes, Man hand. Young had a hand. May Young hand. had a hand. What else do we have? There's so many stories. Oh, so many. Thou
1: Venus. Got his
3: choppy-choppy... Oh, the choppy.
1: And then wrestled next <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm never wrestling yeah. again. That, that might be the wildest shit I've ever
5: seen.
3: It was up and there. Pro, like... I don't know. As... The, that, cane, the 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 corpse. The Triple shit. H like throwing the brains out of the casket with canes. Yeah, yeah. that
1: was wild. Oh man, I'm sorry. Can we talk about AEW? Oh, yeah. I've had enough of this. Oh my god, Big Show's dad getting drugged from the back of the fucking thing. Oh, and him jumping on throwing the casket.
2: <laughs> jumping on the casket. No, it needs to be. I would want to. Uh, I need to see a documentary on all the uh, acts of violence committed to Rey Mysterio. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have to. That man just is like. Like, and every single st- week, it was just like, how can we throw the little guy around?
3: They strapped him to a board, and Big Show used him like a baseball bat on a corner <laughs> post. Like, Vince got a kick out of just murdering this little dude. Him yes. and um, Zach Gowan with the one leg, oh. and Brock Lesnar just murdering this oh little guy. God. You can't do that in 2020. At you shouldn't point, have been able to do it back then. It was a
1: small people battle royal.
3: Well, there was always those. Those have existed since, like, the beginning. Santina
2: Morella? Yeah.
3: Winning the Divas title.
2: Yo. Winning the Divas title? Drag? Like, there was like. They just, didn't act like
3: it was right. He just, like, everybody acted like it was okay. <laughs> My man showed up in the dress But and that's was like, just
1: shit that, like, literally, they booked for at least 25 years, added to Aaron, on, just to pop Vince. I mean, I'm the, just like, yo, Vince could think this shit's
3: funny. Vince popped Vince. These weren't things that I, I promise you, these weren't things people wrote. These <laughs> are things that they wrote, Vince read and was like, well, she should give birth to a hand now, shouldn't he? <laughs> like, like, is this a word? natural
1: progression?
3: <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like that's why we need to have these stories. That's, we got to have these oh stories. Oh, my somehow. God. All right. Yeah, we got to talk A.W. That's fucking fun.
1: Um, A.W. Revolution. Sorry, A.W. is
3: so much more boring than Vince booking <laughs> uh, crazy shit.
1: Wow. Uh, A.W. has nine matches announced. They're killing me. I just went
2: for four I mean, matches tonight. Are they
1: doing the buy in again? Can we get a heavy medium. None of these matches say buy in.
2: No. So I'm assuming I'm sure there's another two on the buy in. Friday or Saturday, they'll, they'll come up with something. I'm not even counting those. All so
1: right. we're, I'll go through this. Uh, I'm not. Fuck. I keep going. They have a meaty man match. Uh, that's not happening anymore.
3: Uh,
5: that's not happening. It, it was canceled. Yeah,
3: they're injuries.
1: Who got hurt? There wasn't enough meaty men for a meaty man match.
3: I mean, it was Lance Archer, uh, Wardlow, and Powerhouse Hobbs? Which, by yeah. the way, Powerhouse I mean, Hobbs has looked phenomenal as of late. That match with Sammy Guevara oh. was excellent.
1: Talk about a man taking crazy bumps. Sammy Guevara, he's he a man- He's been a maniac. He's a maniac. Maniac.
3: But yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs has looked so good. He he's slid- somewhere from. Have the you middle.
1: noticed he slimmed down a
3: bit too? Really? Because yeah. he still looks fucking huge. He's lean. He's like leaning yeah. out, but he's still like massive. Him and Big E's chest are just... It doesn't make sense. No, it
1: doesn't make sense. It, it don't
3: make sense. Like, I,
1: don't, I don't know how you have that much just depth in your
3: chest cavity. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing. <laughs> Ever. If I went to the doctor and I was like, yo, I want that man's chest. It was like, I ain't got enough saline. Nothing. Not, silicone. not I can't, like my
1: Delahoya abs. Yeah. Can't buy that. No. I'm a big dude. I, I, my chest would never be... Just like I don't how? Even know how you carry that and not wear a bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? Yeah, man. How do you just wake up one day and be like, these fucking testicles? Do girls wanna I don't know. We can move on. <laughs> I got, we got we've got so many questions <laughs> for E.
2: <Yeah. laughs> but he's legit <laughs> he looks t- great in the ring,
1: <laughs> is the point. No meeting. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, because I was this first match is all star scramble match. Yeah, that's what replaced it. Yeah. I, I thought the meaty men match was going to lead to this. I thought they just moved it to Friday. Okay, meaty mm-hmm. men are injured. But now we have the All-Star Scramble match. Chris Jericho, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, that's a lot of meaty people. Brian Cage, uh, Magnus, Okay, Dante Martin, and Hook. Dante Martin is going to be sacrificed. Of course he is. In this match. But looking at that, winner gets an AEW World Championship match. None of these people right now need an AEW championship match because none of them are going to win yep. and Chris Jericho helps nobody why the hell is he in here? Because he's Chris Jericho
2: so he got to be on the card somewhere. He has to I mean, be. Really?
1: Yes he has to. Are we at this point?
3: That's where we're at with Chris Jericho yeah. They pay him a lot of money I guess. They pay him a lot of money and he's done a lot. He's done a lot of business. No matter what you say about Chris Jericho he's been the reason why AEW even exists that being said he does not need to win this match um I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be somebody that's going to get sacrificed as a champ, right? Yeah. So it's a matter of do you want somebody to look good getting sacrificed as a champ? Hook's already had a great opportunity as Samoa Joe. So it probably won't be him.
1: I don't know who it's going to be. Really counted Samoa Joe to be the... champion. All right. I don't know why you keep disrespecting Samoa Joe. I like Samoa Joe. I just think he was a great intermediate. He's not... But... <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, I, I agree with you, Cole. Who do you think wins? Or is there like a natural person to win this or is it a complete toss up?
3: Did I even pick anybody?
1: No, I am just how taking you, How are you
3: going to fucking agree with me and I didn't pick nobody?
1: No. <laughs> I agree with you on the on no, the point no of they're made, going we agree. whoever wins is just going to be sacrificed all to right, the champion. Right. No one here sure. is going to be champion all right. by winning this fucking That's match. That's better. But so I agree with you all right. on that, you know, on that point, but yeah, I I don't know who's going to win. There's there's logical reasons. To me it's it's a heat check, right? But you you give someone some momentum going into the heat check instead of just randomly booking them against the champ. Okay, you you have some momentum, you get a hope spot or two. Maybe in your fantasy world of Samoa Joe still being champion, maybe you know, they, they get pinned by or choked out by Samoa Joe, and then Samoa Joe gets jumped by like a swerve, and you continue the feud. Out. Okay, so here's, here's who can't win Wardlow can't win.
3: He, whenever he gets his opportunity of the title, it won't be here. Yeah, okay. Um, Lance Archer's not winning. No, Lance Archer could win. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll fight for the title on some random dynamite. Like, uh, it doesn't say when Dragon it's going to be. Jericho could win. He doesn't need to, but he could win. And it'd be a main event of, like, Grand Slam or some shit. Like, I don't yeah.
1: know. Pick Jericho, up. to me, only wins if Swerve wins. And you just want, like, a name for Swerve to go over quick. To establish, like, a quick win. All as right. champion. I'm bored talking about this. Because
3: it
2: doesn't matter. Cole, who <laughs> you at? Um, yeah, between the confines of uh the question you were asking and the confines of who is in this match, um, it's like, Put a name in a hat and draw it out. Um, and so I'm going to say Lance Archer.
1: Uh FTR versus Blackpool Combat Club. These guys are gonna beat the shit out of you.
2: It's each other. gonna be a match.
1: Like this is
3: there's some
2: there's some there's some uh, some of the matches on this card, there's some people are gonna get the shit kicked out of them. There, it's it's there's some hard-hitting matches in this. You're drinking that proper 12. You're disgusting. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Dre, out the bottle. Like a
3: lot of you, I told
2: you
1: that wasn't. I warned what? you that ain't hit like I thought it was gonna hit. I told you it about gave that. me the the rock like pointed at my arm. That goosebumps. ain't goosebumps.
3: That's a reverse goosebumps. Ooh! Look, boy, I'm gonna pick FTR because they kind of need this win, mm-hmm. and I can see Claudio getting pinned and it's okay. Um, but yeah, these guys are gonna beat the hell. Uh, this man. To Cole's point, this might be a pay per view we will talk about at the end of the year. The way this thing is lined mm-hmm. up. This is loaded, but I'm gonna pick FTR.
1: I guess I'll go next. Uh, Like Colby the tiebreaker. I'm going to pick Blackpool Combat Club. Not because like FTR couldn't use it and they're not, obviously, they're the more more invested tag team, but stupid fucking dirt sheets got to me. And I think, I think uh, one of them have a, I don't know, I don't know if it's Dax or the other one. has a court case coming up because he had a gun and some weird shit that he has to beat. So <laughs> he just use that as a reason to lose. Yeah, no in the court. No. Yeah, but it's just one of those things like, yo, go let him have his like court case for a second and then come back. He'll be back for dynamite. Like the court case will be on Monday. He'll wrestle on Dynamite Wednesday. No. Like we gotta let that man handle business. So give me Blackpool Combat Club. And then yeah, then you can heat him right back up in like a month or two. Just let him handle his business. To be clear it doesn't matter who wins this match. Neither
3: of them are going to lose any momentum. No, it's, it's just gonna be a great match. cool yeah.
2: Oh. yeah, agreed. I, I'm, I'm going to pick Blackpool Combat Club just because I believe that, um, they could have an angle for future tag belts that FTR has maybe already done before. So, uh yeah. Uh, but uh, honestly, like this match will. This match is going to rule. Like yep. that's really like a lot of these matches on the card, like I kind of just look at them and I go like, I really don't care who wins. I'm going to be entertained. There's going to be some good shit happening. So I think that's at least what has me more excited about this pay-per-view than maybe some other ones where maybe the cards haven't necessarily had that kind of AEW luster to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be, this will be a great match, but uh, it's, it's crazy on a regular card. We would be like, wow, man, I can't wait for this. But when we go down the card, you'll so much we'll see more. why. <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly. But I'll
1: go with the we'll Combat Club. Next one Christian Cage defends his AWTNT championship versus Daniel Garcia. Am I crazy for wanting Daniel Garcia to win this?
3: I mean, Daniel Garcia's You're not been crazy hot. For wanting it. Yeah, like we all want it. Like Daniel Garcia has been he has been very yeah, good over just the makes past year. to me. Like, but he's like, not going to win. It's Christian Cage.
4: Does he I, still need the belt?
3: Cage? Yeah. He's without him having this, like he's bringing a lot to this title. Yeah. So when the title comes off, him is going to mean something. So yeah, he needs to go. Cole, we're the, all in agreement. The,
2: yeah, the the hateful energy is 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 permeable between both WWE and AEW. Between Drew McIntyre and Christian Cage has been doing it for two years. So like, of the year. Both with all both of those guys doing like doing really well with that gimmick, and it's just. And it's, I do, I, I do agree with you. I think that's at least what makes this match intriguing is I think a lot of people want Daniel Garcia to oh, win. Yeah. Uh, and, Absolutely. and I'm, I'm happy for him having this kind of, cause I feel like he was right there. And then they just kind of took the rug out from under him. And he's been, he's literally had to dance his way back up the top, <laughs> top of the card. Cause yeah, it, it wasn't until he started dancing his ass off that, all of a sudden, the crowd was like, oh, wait, we really like this guy. Because he always, he's always been a phenomenal wrestler. He always yes. has great matches. So this match will probably rule. And I think like Daniel's going to be super over with the crowd. So if anything, I think Cage wins in you know, Christian Cage ways. And I think there's a good way to keep this momentum for Daniel Garcia.
1: Yeah. Sports entertainer. Meanwhile, like Kel's showing off trying to drink this proper 12. I don't know why. Just leave it alone. I've committed to it, Drew. Once I commit to something. Got to do it. It's boy, it's moving on. It wasn't it wasn't the greatest idea. Um, Will Osprey, <laughs> Will Osprey versus Takesha is next. Uh-huh. I I like the face off this week. Yeah, um, Takesha's a big dude. Well, it's match not like Will Osprey's like the biggest of guys. I'm just saying, like every time like, you see Takesha go face to face, yeah,
3: he's always like, well, he's a big dude. Um, I'm gonna pick Osprey, but I don't think I'd be surprised if Takesha won this match. I wouldn't be surprised at all if actually Callis... Because this is the way to really split Osprey into his babyface role and have Don Callis cheat to win, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Like, I'm picking Osprey, but I could see the Callis family formally kicking Osprey out, and now Osprey takes on the Kenny Omega role with feuding with the Don Callis family. As long... You know it's going to happen. He's going to end up teaming up with Jericho at some point.
4: under
1: yeah, this no. to It's going to happen. I'm just... Jericho, Jericho, jail for you, Ospreay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it because it's just like, how do we endear him to our core audience who may have never seen Osprey, even though, like, I mean, the core uh, audience Ospreay usually knows Jericho's him.
2: Jericho's asking, I London. mean, that he is, he is the core. I think yeah, he is, yeah, like, like they, they
1: pretty much know Ospreay, but it's and like, he's, just, and
2: he's been on AEW cards and he's done, yeah, Forbidden but that's that's the key. It's just like,
1: yeah. hey,
2: how do we endear him as a full time? Put him with Jericho,
1: and sure. it's just like, fuck. like, no, it's right. not needed, it's ridiculous. Um, but here I, I'm gonna go to Kesha winning too, just because it's a better storyline for Osprey. I agree to to kind of have to overcome stuff. People just assume he's gonna come in and win and wreck shop, and it's like no, build build yeah. some momentum. If he's gonna be a baby face, because he is when he's first coming in, because everyone who debuts in AEW is kind of a baby face at first, then it's just like yeah, like lean into it, make him worth something, and fight for something. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Call. I'll let you talk first. This this is the call match of the night. I feel like Eddie Kingston versus Danielson for the Continental Crown Championship.
2: Just don't need a belt. Just just <laughs> let him go. Just yeah, just strength. brawl. Just just brawl. I mean, and, and this is going to be the, the the great part about this too is again, this is just going to showcase even more of the stylistic nature of Brian Danielson that it just doesn't matter what kind of wrestler he's going against and what kind of match he's got to do he's just a fucking god at it that's just <laughs> that's just what he is right do it is all. it technical zack sabre junior bam i'll give you a technical masterclass is it going to be a test of wills dramatic storytelling match with a hangman page. Sure, I'll give you that. Or MJF. Sure, I'll give you that. Is this just going to be a brawl in your face? Just punch each other in the face over and over again? Yeah. And it's going to be sick. And I think, I think Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's going to win this. Eddie's just going to keep riding this momentum with all of these. God damn, he's got so many belts. Um, we just hope, again, this is our regularly scheduled podcast call uh, for Eddie Kingston to be in the main title picture, please. Um, I don't care how it's just that man needs to be going for that belt at some point because I don't even man, care what he does. He that crowd is, that crowd is going to be so in it to win it for Eddie Kingston. So like, I mean, he just, the second he comes out in any crowd, everybody fucking loves Eddie Kingston. So this match is going to be, God forbid they put, I mean, we're talking about these two matches back to back. God forbid they put them next to each other. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's
1: a lot for a crowd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, people have convinced me I've bought in fully on the Eddie Kingston bandwagon. I don't need him to be champ for long. I don't even know if he has to win. Just give him like the, the feud sooner or later, please. Just put him in that in that title picture. I personally have been pushing for him to get, just get the mankind spot where he wins it one night. And then the next night, I don't care if he drops it, but just give him that one night as champion and everyone to go and lose their shit. But yeah, I agree with you, Cole. He's going to win. He's going to get the handshake. Yep. The handshake means more than the belts. Yes, it does. The respect. That's yeah. what Kingston's looking for. This long-term booking. Because yeah. Danielson's been shitting on him for a long time. Yep. So I, I like that. And then Claudio would be the last the last one because their feud is everlasting. It's Peter Griffin and the chicken. Um, timeless Tony Storm versus Deanna Purrazzo. Come in. Wrestle. Show out. That's what's going to happen. That's all I expect. Tony's going to retain. Deanna's going to look great.
3: And we'll move on. And we'll be happy with a great women's match. And then Tony will
1: talk shit. And it will in Boston. And Mercedes will show up. Because they every time someone makes a debut, your first feud is always for the title. Well, maybe they won't do it
2: for once. <laughs> no, they will
1: 100%.
3: I mean, not, not with
2: Mercedes. With Mercedes. Not with, not with Mercedes. Mercedes definitely going for... I would assume
1: immediately because that's what Tony loves. And then orange Cassidy versus Roderick strong for the international championship. This is going to be
3: a good match. Some graps right here. Like, yeah, I'm just going to wrestle. Like Roddy can wrestle. Orange Cassidy has been showing his ass. Like this is, this is the match that these two look at the rest of the lineup. It's like, you know, we got to do right. Mm -hmm. Like this is that kind of match where they're like, don't get sunned by everybody else in this card. Orange Cassidy is going to retain. Um, the kingdom, the this whole
1: that whole Undisputed Kingdom angle sucks. It has, they, they have nothing to do. It was voted the worst angle of last year was MJF versus the devil. It was And this is halfway because it because there's nowhere for them to go.
3: No, like they got Adam rid of Well, they got rid of MJF. Adam Cole's hurt. Who are you beefing with? Nobody. Just stuck on TV waiting. He was like, the big reveal. Ha ha. ha. And it was like. There's another season? Like, it's, you know, it's not, it was the season finale and they was like, well, how do we start next season? There's another season. No. Orange Cassidy will win and I don't know what the Undisputed Kingdom does.
1: I don't care. Yeah. Roderick winning and them getting more belts would help, yeah. but he's not beating. He's not beating anymore. Orange Cassidy.
2: Yeah, that that is that that is why I would pick Roddy just because I feel like they're going to do that to just like desperately inject more life into this. But yeah, it's Everyone been dead since Adam Cole's been. Adam Cole's injury is, is totally thrown everything off and and it could have been a more natural turn on MJF without all of this devil nonsense why do they have the worst luck yo? all in, in AEW
1: Adam yeah. Cole has had the worst It's been it's been pretty luck.
3: shitty but the question that I have and then we can move on because we only got a few minutes left why would you bring Cole back if you knew he wasn't ready for this particular or if you didn't have like a better plan like obviously MJF was nursing injury so you had to move but y'all should have just had some Joe, just beat him yeah it's still not reveal yeah. the devil or something, right? Like, MJF doesn't even have to wrestle. But the way they did this made you think, oh, well, Adam Cole's got to be close to coming yeah. back. No, he, he's not.
1: This is stupid. Yeah, they pulled the trigger just because they had to pull the trigger with MJF, yeah. and MJF was going to be gone. But I would have just let them both be gone for a second. Yeah. And then you, you pay it off when they come back. Like, you just, the devil disappears.
3: Like, you something. revealed a group, and then the group has nothing to do.
1: No. In a group isn't what they are without their leader. No,
3: Wardlow like, just goes out there and squashes people and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like it's all like, he's going to bring
1: me the championship. No, he ain't, Cole. No, he ain't. And then, next up, I think that's going to be main event. So, Samoa Joe, Hangman Page, Swerve.
3: Can we talk about how good Hangman Page faking the injury was? And then nailing Swerve with a crutch? Which also whether they did it um, they had to do it on purpose they know Swerve is over but this cemented it because that was the chicken shit thing that Hangman did and now you cemented that Swerve's the baby face which now tells me Swerve's not winning this match
4: it's Swerve's the baby face
3: In 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 this trio to me yes and not as an actual baby face, but on a stone cold level yeah, type of baby face. They're, they're all crowd, tweeters. crowd is going
2: to crowd is going to want Swerve to yes win this all, match. all three are tweeters
3: they <laughs> are and I know you you believe Swerve's time is right now it's not it's he not more him him losing this match and is not being him and Hang, hangman can lose this match like He's Swerve long, can become within an arm's reach and that crowd is going to be nuclear for Swerve as he chases the title. Because he's going to win. When he wins it, it'll be in a singles match. It's not going to be a triple threat. So, Samoa Joe's going to retain. Heyman's going to be the one to get pinned and ruin it for everybody. But the way they've gotten here has been fantastic. Swerve is over. that. What happened on Dynamite told I was like, he's not winning. They really cemented the fact that he's the guy.
1: You saying that, I, I don't want to agree. because It's Swerve's time right now. Mm-hmm. But... It's more me on the ball. Yeah, you got time. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Seems like the logical place for him. Because this told me, above all else, Hangman's taking a pin.
3: Yes. Like,
1: in in wrestling logic... He's getting choked out. He got his moment. This was his moment. Yeah. He's taking a pin. And do you want Swerve to win the belt pinning Hangman? I understand they have that history. No. No. He's going to be overly emotional with Hangman. It's going to cost him and Joe, the wily veteran, gonna take advantage of it and be Hangman. Swerve's gonna be like, "Fuck! I didn't keep my head. I I let I let him get into get into my head, and it cost me again." And Swerve will keep chasing. And, and Joe's perfect. Joe's perfect. Where he could be face, he could be heel. He's just a badass. So it, it is what it is. And Swerve can continue chasing him. So yeah, I agree. Joe's gonna find a way to beat him and pin or submit Hangman.
2: Yeah, I feel like um the the role that AEW needs to keep like making sure that they have in their roster is the people chasing. Like yeah. the the chasers. Like the thing is is like Hang- Hangman is in here again for a reason because he's one of the few people that they've had that they can consistently go to to be like you're going for a title on a big spot. Yep. So they 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 need to keep having those those chasers and I do think that it's going to be the way to do it is have swerve get agonizingly close and have it sort of ripped away from him. So it feels like, you know, again, it's like, I had it, but I didn't. Yep. And it's just gonna keep him rolling. So especially like considering whenever MJF does come back and him and Smojo probably have to do something like Swerve, Swerve is going to remain champ for out. a second. No, yep.
1: So uh, WWE maybe wait a year for Cody. <laughs> I, I could wait three months for Swerve. Yeah. We'll <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah, be, right. yeah, yeah. be all right. Uh main event. Yeah, everyone
2: throw the ones up when they didn't want to. <laughs> yeah.
1: yep. Main event, Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks. Are we subverting
3: expectations? Usually you go out on your shield, but does the Sting retain the title and they just vacate them and then they do no. a tag tournament for the titles? Or do the EVPs just beat the dog shit out of Sting and send them home bleeding?
1: They pin Sting. But you don't know how much I popped. Oh, one buddy. last time. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even. I'm not even. I was in a little stinger. I, it wasn't. It wasn't me. I popped when I saw that video, and I was just like, "You know what? They did it right. They
3: did. This is the send-off." Yeah,
1: outside of Ric Flair's retirement match, which ended up not being his retirement, and match, Ric Flair's involvement in against Sean. <laughs> Flair's still taking bumps. You see, you uh, see
3: them weak ass punches? You, yeah. you had to
1: give him a low blow quick. They were yeah. like, stop. Yep.
0: Yeah. But he threw one <laughs> hell of a chop.
1: The punches weren't great. The punches were like, the chop low. never misses. So then he fell and I was like, don't break your. Uh, break. But it's one of those things where he came down for the it's, rat. It's as well done as Sean versus Rick, which should have been the Swan song. Or even Sean Taker, which should have been a Swan song, which was never saw Saudi. So it's it's one of those things where uh with thing like they're they've done it so well and it's so right and everything is so perfect. AW couldn't have done anyone more justice. This this will arguably probably go down as the best retirement stretch pro wrestling history. They they haven't missed there there ain't shit they can do in this match to mess it up. It, it's been perfect.
3: No, and yeah, I think the Bucks will probably win. I don't the question is do do they hang around to send off Sting like on a hug thing or they was like, yo, we just got to take all this heat as the tag team champions. You got to take all gotta the take heat. It, right? And Sting's going to be fine with it. Take yeah. all the heat, leave the ring, bloody mess, yeah. Darby comes, Flair maybe comes out That's, and then you do like uh, the old curtain call. He
1: has Darby to hug. Yeah. You don't need to handshake and yeah. well because he has someone there We did our best. to hug, to get the tear emotions, to pass the torch officially. Yeah, All you got to do afterwards Give Darby the bat. That's yeah. it. After they leave and they That would be smart. That's hand Darby best. the bat. Yo, I'm done.
3: Go get the bat. Darby,
2: Darby better, be, better be carrying that bat for the rest for, of yeah, the second yeah, time. For like six months. Yo, go get them for me. Bro. No, 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 the no, no, no. Like the rest of his <laughs> play, <laughs> it's
1: the... Just, it's his bat. I'll, I'll,
3: I'll leave it at this. So we have the Bucks winning the tag titles. <laughs> the production team better be ready to capture all the tears in the crowd oh, on Sunday night. Because everybody's gonna cry if they handle this the right way with Sting hugging Darby and excuse me, handing him the bat in you know, the face paint and like in oh. the and just the slow walk out in the crowd just said, boo fucking hooing.
1: Oh, damn near crying right now. It's
2: not even the proper I, twelve. I, I, I tell you what, though, I would love <laughs> one little touch that I don't think is really possible, but if there was any world that it could happen, they do all that and then it's like the lights go out they turn back on and he's like back up in the rafters. I would love to see that of yeah. like somehow he kind of gets back up and like that's like his go off with the sunset kind of moment where like Taker had like the lights go off in the yeah, yeah. and the hat and the stuff and this is in the ring. Like his thing is him. His thing has always been coming down from the rafters but now he's going to go up into the rafters.
1: Give me the same kind of body like, double. I gotta
4: take lights something. off, yeah, he gets under like, the ring, like, body again, double in the rafters. His whole
2: thing was like the mysterious figure yeah, yeah. kind of superhero kind of thing so it's like a cool way for him like like you know, cowboy riding out of town on the sunset. Like that's oh, like crying. that
1: version of it. He gives Darby the bat. Lights go out. He's in the rafters, and Darby just points at him. Come on, with yeah, the bat, waterworks. Oh, oh, Run. Water Run the, works. oh hit right. the watermark. I'm out. We got and, it. And, and I <laughs> say, St-
2: Sting, Sting is talking up some mad stuff about this. He is he is talking a huge game as he's, far as this match he's is concerned. Select so, like, every move. He's, yeah. He's been saving it up for this, so like we are going to get Great A Sting, and already Sting at this point we're always like surprised, like what is he going to throw himself yep. off of? We don't know. Oh, God, he's definitely throwing himself off something in this, and it's tornado tag. So, and plus M- Matthew and Nicholas Jackson as tag champions, I think is is, is, is has got board. some. There's some meat on that bone for that for, yes. for sure. So I I, I love it. Tons of heat.
1: I want all the theatrics. Uh, the Young Bucks have to come out in the surfer sting inspired gear though i want to see them come out like with the the tassels and i just to troll sting fans like there's so much that they could put into this they're gonna go all out for this so it's gonna be great can't wait to watch that this weekend if you guys are on patreon join us in the discord we'll watch it um talk about it chop it up on there
2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time,
1: it's time to go, to back, go in back in time. time. Oh my God,
5: they are! There can only be One man! <laughs> Time when you need a
4: helping hand. <laughs> hey, what's up, Virgil? Man, thanks for joining us.
5: Well, it's time when you need a helping hand, and it's all about that. Look you know at this. Look you know at that sound, is, right?
4: Hey, that's how you make an introduction, right there. <laughs>
5: so that's, that's fuck money, baby. You hear? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, man. what's up homie what's up what's up thanks for joining us we, we're gonna get started right away man you gotta tell us about this NWO story and uh, how Ted Turner wanted you to be the third member of the NWO you know it, it kind of seemed a little out of place to a lot of wrestling fans why you why Virgil uh, the head of the WCW was
5: Ted Turner so he had me on a Learjet coming out of Tokyo Japan he said, Virgil, I want you to be a part of the NWO. The part would be the lead member. So I couldn't be the lead member of what I was thinking. I said, why not be a cool cool brother and give it to Hulkster? Let him be the lead.
4: And you gave it to Hulk and you know, obviously the rest is history. They ran with it and Hulk is the lead of NWO. What was your relationship with, with Hulk? Like, why'd you just, you know, serve that up to him? Y'all, like, close?
5: I was a, I was a technical collegiate wrestler, man. I didn't need that, you mean? So why not take care of your homies, you mean? Get
3: to my man. <laughs> Virgil, this Andreas. Uh, but what, if you were the leader of the NWO, what would it have done for your career?
5: I am the leader of the NWO.
4: Oh. Okay, so you just did him a solid, like like Hulk needed it more than you is what you're saying. That's nothing wrong hey, with that.
5: It's all for the fuck money. All
4: right,
3: Virg, you got to tell me what this fuck money M-O-N-Y. is. E.Y. What? What? what t- talk about hey, it. where
4: this come from?
5: why No oh, shit.
4: Talk about what? The the fuck money? Where'd that come from?
5: The fuck money? Where you think it came from?
4: Had to come from you, right?
5: When I have an Olive Garden connected right to my house. I can walk out the back door right into Olive Garden.
4: Soup, salad, and breadsticks. All right.
5: Guess, what, guess who all works there? Who? They're all two-and-a-half-foot midgets. I gotta go to this Olive Garden, man. Midgets. they wear little G little strings around serving spaghetti with meat sauce.
3: Oh, Virgil, you got All
5: oh, the oats are 14-and-a-half.
3: Yo, my co-host loves Midgets and Dwarves. He loves them.
4: There are some sexy ones out there. But these Midgets and Dwarves, that
5: meat sauce over that 14 and a half, you know
4: what I'm talking about, don't you? You got an interesting Olive Garden going on over there.
5: Right. I got all the Asians helping with my calculation.
4: Interesting. I guess you're implying that Asians are good at math. All right. <laughs> Yo, you got to tell us about your theory that all white chicks look the same.
5: Yeah, but but that, that fuck money can make me play anything
4: I want
3: to play. Like a hokey
5: pokey.
3: And turn yourself around. Goddamn,
5: Virgils.
4: <laughs> Yo, so so where'd you get the whole... You like that goddamn hokey pokey, don't you? Hey, it's, it's fire right there. Where'd you get the whole white chicks all look the same theory from?
5: Hey, all white chicks about the same. I mean, I ran through all of them in the Playboy. You know what I mean? They were dancing all over that 14 and a half.
4: Tell us, how, how'd you hook I up had, with the whole P- Playboy calendar, Virgil? Was it about the money? I
5: guess I, it, had, se- I had sex with about 1,700 of them.
4: 1,700
5: of them? Yeah, that's one year. One year.
4: You're a busy man. Yeah. Uh, you fuck a lot.
5: Hey when, you, hey, when you got 14 and a half, get, the war gets around about
4: you. Apparently.
5: You know, they had to get in line. <laughs> you, know, you know he was the one getting in line? Like a cafeteria, a menu... I'm on the front of a menu. Like a dicketeria.
4: <laughs> dicketeria.
5: For a long dog. <laughs> For a hot, hot dog.
3: Virgil, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> Who is the baddest playboy model that you, you... Ready to pay me? What?
5: Are you ready to pay
3: me? Pay uh, How much you want?
5: Come on, talk up. God damn it, I got a bitch ass. I, I,
4: I don't <laughs>
3: understand.
5: Hey. I did pay! You get
4: that money, Virgil. You get that <laughs> money. Yeah? <laughs> Yo, so, so quick question. So, we'll she's the money soon or what? Yeah, you, you're you all about that money. Do you still walk around with the million dollar belt?
5: I can walk around with any kind of belt. You're going to put that fuck money up. Okay?
4: I heard there's a GoFundMe for your million dollars to get you to a mill. GoFundVirgil. Right.
5: That's all you do is you can, you can send anywhere from like a couple hundred to... A couple thousand. How, how
4: is that going so far,
5: Pardon me?
4: Where are you on your goal to a million dollars? Are people uh, donating money?
5: Hey, it's not a sprint; it's a marathon, man. It's and you marathon. gotta help the marathon. Okay, you be a part of the marathon.
4: We're we're gonna tell our listeners to be a part of the marathon. Okay.
5: No, I'm just like Martin Luther King. I got a dream,
4: and, and that dreams to make a million dollars.
5: Don't you have a dream? I
4: know what you're dreaming of. What? <laughs> All
3: that fuck money, Virgil. Goddamn, that's what we're dreaming of? No,
5: that's what you some well, some old ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Virgil, you are amazing. Uh, what is your relationship with the Young Bucks? I got to switch it up real quick. Toss some wrestling. I'm the
5: trainer, the coach, their aspiration. Whatever they're doing, it's me helping.
3: You taught them the all their moves? Friend.
4: Huh? You taught them all their moves?
5: A lot of them. A lot of them.
4: So the architect of the Young Bucks is Virgil. Yeah. You're the man behind the scenes. I'm the coach. I'm the, I'm the coach. I like that. I like that.
5: I teach in the fuck money way.
4: <laughs> Yo, Virgil, it seems like you're, you're the man behind the scenes with a lot of big movements in wrestling. Why do you think you don't get the credit you're supposed to get? Why isn't Virgil in the Hall of Fame?
5: Well, it couldn't it could happen. Maybe I'm black. but Well, you are I don't black. That, I don't put you at nothing, man. I'm just a light chocolate. Hot chocolate. I'm, I'm fuck money chocolate.
3: Wait, do you think it's because you're black that you didn't get in the Hall of Fame?
5: Hey, I got some sweet-ass t-shirts. Are so you going to put some, some money on them and get some?
3: I didn't even... What? Um, what's the t-shirt say?
5: It said, wrestling superstar Virgil with
4: goddamn stars all over Oh, shit. I like stars.
3: So
5: you, you look good in that damn
4: t-shirt. That's some good merch you got there, Virgil. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, you what? Where, where do we find this t-shirt? Where where do people purchase this t-shirt at? Pro
5: Wrestling Tees. Oh, I go to Pro yeah, Wrestling yeah.
4: Tees all the time. I gotta get this shirt.
3: <laughs> Represent for Virgil.
5: Well, go get about four or five of them, shit.
3: Oh, shit. They, but- wait- God damn, we're just spending money.
5: Yeah. And then I can, I can autograph it for you.
4: We heard you're huh? heavy in the Comic Con scene.
5: I dabble
4: in it. You dabble? Uh, where you at this latest Comic Con? Well, I'm getting
5: to the rap game now,
4: so, you know, what the hell? Wait, what? You're, you're going to be an uh, MC
5: version? No, no. I'm coming up with a new Fuck Money song. Pop, 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 pop. Give me that money. Give me that money!
3: I think you can ghost right for Drake.
5: Yeah, I funny song? Oh, I, yeah. think, I think really you got it. it like that. And then I'm going to have them, them, them sweet little white girls
4: dancing right on your face. Yeah, I'm going to
5: have fat black chicks and Asian hookers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit.
4: laughs> who, who did you think won the beef? Drake or Meek Mill? Who do you got in this, Virgil? No,
5: so, the thick black girls are all you can
4: eat. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Drake or Meek Mill, who you got?
5: Drake's cool, man. Real cool.
4: So, so you think he got Meek Mill in this beef? Have you been keeping up with the beef?
5: Meek, Meek is a Bro. or Jabroni.
4: Jabroni. I like that. Hey, you you say it, then it's true. Meek Mill is a Jabroni. Thank you. are Team Drake. We believe
5: it. Are we done? Well, we last done.
4: question for you, Virgil.
3: I mean, you know, you, you, you came up under the Million Dollar Man. Do you still talk to Ted? Have you talked to Ted DiBiase? He's one of my best friends. I love
5: him. I love the guy. He's a great guy.
3: Did you get a lot of shit from people who said that you were, you know, being a, a slave or Uncle Tom to him? Did you get a lot of shit from people?
5: Uh, you ever seen a slave with 14 inches?
3: Um, no. I was,
5: you like dragging two guys on the ground.
3: That's, that's amazing. <laughs> hey, I, I want to, I
5: want to, I want to pitch a tune out to my right hand man with pipe, a uh, piper.
4: Oh, definitely, yeah, uh. We his talked family, a little bit about Rowdy already. His family
5: uh, all my condolences, man. Definitely one of my right hand partners, man.
4: Yeah, he's one of the best be ever. the guy
5: forever, man. Forever, forever.
4: Yeah, and uh you know we've seen you come out he's and be outspoken about it. the only guy ever. What?
5: He was yeah. the only guy ever to make me dress up like a girl. Remember, <laughs>
3: Yeah, I do. What what's your big your best memory of Roddy Piper? Huh? What's your best memory of Rowdy Piper?
5: Uh, Wrestlemania in LA. Um, I'm almost bringing tears in my eyes now, man. Um, when when Piper said, uh, "Come on, Virgil, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it." You mean
4: like you can
3: do it, I'm Virgil? At
5: him, but he believes in me, man. No, you get, you give me all goddamn water eyes, in him,
3: man. man. I'm sorry, Virgil. See, we got to talk about a legend, man. From one legend to another. Speak on that.
5: Yeah, but he's a, he's a real cool guy, man. He, he was a, a great friend, man. A great friend.
4: Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. You know, we had a blast. Uh, m- tell everyone where they can find your stuff, man. We're trying to support the movement here.
5: Yeah, support the movement, man, and get them damn shirts.
4: Get the shirt. Prowrestlingtees.com. Yeah, get, get that fuck money, and
5: you'll get one of them damn shirts. And then you go out and get laid. Yeah. And so, buy that, my autographs and put them, put them, them t-shirts after you. you you, buy, you pay for a, a big fat
3: black
4: girl. Got it. All right, All right. I want I want to
3: make Follow
5: sure. Follow me on Twitter, okay? Yeah.
4: Follow me, yeah. All right, thanks, Virgil. What? Thanks for joining us, man. You you made our day. All right, thank you. What the fuck just happened? Holy shit! The Virgil, yo, the fuck? I feel like the million dollar man up in this bitch. I. I, yo, that was look, the greatest interview I've ever done. It was the worst interview, but that's what made it fucking fascinating.
3: I couldn't yo, I couldn't ask him about after from the point that he started singing, I lost him. <laughs> so, like I I was really when I heard his voice and fuck you for doing that by the way. That shit was amazing. Um, I
4: told you on last week's show. You guys heard it. I was going to get Virgil. I went yeah. and I did it. I delivered.
3: You might be a better booker than a
4: co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you I want them. They come on a podcast. But, I need you. You wanted Virgil. Here goes Virgil. Yo, you didn't get your picture. This I could, but
3: I couldn't even. I couldn't even ask him about Comic Con because there was just no way. First of all, he wouldn't remember it. Second of all, like, did did he ask? Yo, I asked him. If he got made fun of for being Uncle Tom and he said you ain't never seen no slave with fourteen and a half inches. The fuck? Yo <laughs> listen, the fuck the, here, here's how we spell this, kids. D A F U Q.
4: The fuck. The fuck just happened. Yo, he got an olive garden with midgets. And that was right up your alley. Did you tell him that you like dwarves? He listens to the podcast. Fan of the podcast. The real Virgil
3: Yo he must And then he's, he he said I asked him what his greatest Roddy Piper moment is And he said he was getting Teared up And he never answered us
4: I guess he got choked up Man it's a It's a soft spot
3: Virgil's amazing
4: Virgil is a man
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yo Fuck that. money Fuck money Yo He's like an onion
4: He has many layers that, I don't Yeah peel all, He peeled
3: all <laughs> Them shits off Years ago That That that. Oh my Virgil god Virgil on the podcast Hey um Listeners I I don't know if you find this as a treat. I don't know if you give a shit. That was legendary. In all the years I've been doing journalism for a long time and in all of my years I've never done an interview like that. Virgil. That's how we do it. The million dollar man. This is
4: what the corner is for. When we when you were like, "Hey, let's have this podcast." It's for shit like that.
3: For Virgil. For Virgil. I grew up as a kid watching Virgil. And the million-dollar man, when he brought – I'll never forget this, and everybody should remember this. When he brought the little black kid out, I was like, if you dribble the basketball ten times, I'll give you $100. And the little black boy got to nine, and million-dollar man kicked the shit out of the ball. <laughs> that shit broke my heart as a kid. But it really <laughs> broke my heart to watch the black guy stand next to him. and why I was like, hey, man, do something about this shit.
4: That was like his cousin and shit? Yeah, I was little like – Pee Wee?
3: Yeah, because, you know, I was like, yo, all he wanted to do was dribble the basketball. And Virgil was like, he was thumbing the money all mean. But now that we've got a chance to talk to him, yo, I, I, I said last week, you know, he's still in character. I don't know what character that guy is.
4: <laughs> Holy shit! That's that's real life right there. That's what's crazy. That's Virgil. Yo, I don't
3: know, man.
4: He was singing his own theme music.
3: He has fuck money. Fuck <laughs> money. He said, I mean, come on, man. He the dog. The dude just said he he was supposed to be in the NWO as leader, and he's he, the had, leader of he had leader. He had to hand of baton off the baton off to Hulk Hogan.
4: did his homie a solid. And told Hulk, "Yo, your career needs this." Like we, I, oh my god, I he should remember. be a Hall of Famer. The reason he's not a Hall of Famer is because he's black. He said it. He
3: did say that. Now, mind you, there's other black wrestlers aside from him, but <laughs> and was never that good as a wrestler. He was just a
4: guy like Slick. Yeah, he, I don't even remember him wrestling matches.
3: He did when he when he turned on the Million Dollar Man. It was bad, and then when he <laughs> when he was in the WCW, he was Vincent. Now. If memory serves me right, I don't remember Virgil being in WCW when the NWO came about.
4: There's a picture of him in the NWO. No, no, no. He was
3: in the NWO when it expanded to be, like, way too big. like The like, Wolfpack well no 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 the, when the nwo was getting too big before it splintered off and they had the black and white and the red and black factions virgil was part of that when it was like scott norton and a bunch of people you didn't know it was like wu-tang when they had too many groups and shit <laughs> and you were like who the fuck is that guy and he's like i'm affiliated with wu-tang it's like bullshit and he was like yeah i am i know Rizza. and it's like all right well whatever <laughs> it's the same thing like the nwo just got too big and at a certain point you should just stopped caring because there's too many members anybody was a car carrying member at nwo and he was, name was vincent and you want to know why his name was vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> I put that in everything. It's the truth. That's why they called him Vincent in WCW.
4: We should have asked him about
3: that. He wouldn't have answered it. He would have asked. He would have talked about his dick or something like that.
4: <laughs> Fourteen inch.
3: Fourteen and a half. And I, it's like I wanted to pause no him. Specific. I wanted to pause him, but then I don't think he would have understood that. <laughs> like, so it's like yo, pause. Yeah, pause. What? <laughs> like, Yo, he said it. Okay, you guys already heard the interview. We're just recapping this shit because it was ridiculous. We can't believe this shit.
4: I can't believe he came on the podcast. Yeah,
3: I can't believe you got him. Props to you, Kels. Early birthday gift.
1: We appreciate you all. Feels weird from the last time in Blue Wire Studios. Shout out to everyone in the booth holding it down. Everyone has been great from day one when we got in here and met producer Cole. Baby. Uh, To everyone who's held it down since and helping out incredible people in here, plenty more to come. I am optimistic on that. Whether it involves us or not, it has been a great ride in here. The podcast will go on. For us, year nine going into 10, the old man is going to get way more grays in his beard. So don't, don't worry about that. He's gonna be all salt and pepper like Leonard Ellerby by the time this podcast comes to an end. So we're we're gonna keep rolling so much more for us. In the meantime, check us out all our shows every week going forward. Check us out on Patreon. Thankfully, this allows us to do more Patreon stuff because we'll be recording from the crib, at least for the next month. So that's gonna be really fun. Gonna load the Patreon with content. We appreciate you all. Follow us on all social media platforms, wherever you guys listen to podcasts, like and subscribe. Again, become a member of the Corner Club on Patreon. Going to get a ton of content there. Myself, the old man, Andreas Hale, and producer Cole, baby. till next time, we're out. Peace. And it's just proper 12. Fuck that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's
6: Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.